Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Welcome. This is the Breakfast with Champions podcast, one of the most unique, amazing, and powerful podcasts you'll ever come across in your entire life. Listen, we bring you motivation, education, and inspiration, and ultimately give you an opportunity to get a seat at the table, to hang out with some of those that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. What makes this podcast so unique and incredible is we have over a hundred different thought leaders that are constantly delivering amazing, over-the-top, powerful, and impactful content in bite-sized nuggets that you can absorb, take action on, and implement in your life. So with that said, make sure you filter through. There's going to be some of these thought leaders, these experts in their industries that you're ultimately gonna connect with. You're gonna totally, totally resonate. It's gonna totally be your vibe. And then there's gonna be other ones that you're gonna be like, eh, you know what? I like them, but I don't know if I love them. And that's what's great about Breakfast with Champions is we have something for everyone. So make sure you sift through, find the ones that you love, and know that they'll be coming back every single week to be able to deliver to you the motivation and education and inspiration that you need. With that said, my name is Glenn Lundy. I am your host. Super excited to connect with you. And let's kick off today's episode of Breakfast with Champions. It's uh, it's it's good to be here, and I, I you want me. Should we do a reset? I, I don't think we've done a reset in a while. So am I am I do a reset, Dora? I don't I don't. No, no, I just did one ten minutes ago. So you're good. All right, awesome. So my name's uh, my name's David Hill, and I am a uh, 36 year sales veteran, uh, multiple industries, and uh, I started my career on the phones uh, in a Kirby call center. Uh, 36 years ago at, uh, at like 17 or just, just almost 17. And I thought I was going to be making a hundred thousand dollars a week at that time. And, and uh, boy, was I, was I wrong. Uh, and I've spent my last, uh, 17 years in the real estate space. So thanks Dora Maria for, for, uh, for sharing that. And, and I do work with, uh, primarily real estate agents right now, but I'm actually working with an actor as well. And I'm working with an actor who has a, a show that he's trying to pitch to our agencies. And what we're doing is we're helping him to, um, to uh, recreate uh, a pitch that's going to be compelling, that's going to get him in front of the right people, or at least get people to let him in the door. So the first place he's kind of stuck right now is just getting beyond the gatekeepers. So that's, that's something that's really fun. It's kind of got me outside of my norm, and it's, it's been a really cool uh, project. So... What I want to talk to you though today about is uh, is something from my book. I wrote a book in 2015 called The Sales Playbook, The 11 Simple Strategies to Close More Sales. And I you know, believe it or not, I've never actually like taught from my book. I mean, I I have a I have a keynote, I have a few presentations, but I'm going to I'm going to do this today. And uh, we're going to see how it goes, you know, and it's going to go well, <laughs> no matter what. It, can, it can't, can't go as bad as my uh, my my free my uh, uh, hail mary earlier to uh, to Seth. So uh, we're going to we're going to be in really good shape. Um, so let me ask you this: I want you to think about this. I mean, have you ever just met somebody and for whatever reason it just it just clicked, right? You like you like you maybe you meet somebody in line and 
and you know you and it, all of a sudden you're just in a conversation and it's just like a an organic conversation doesn't take energy it just like happens right it's it's natural you're present i mean and have, have you ever thought like wow i wonder i wonder how that happened right and 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 then there's the other side of that where you know you meet someone and it's just it seems something's just not right you know what i mean like you, you just can't connect the right way it's it's just there's a disconnect and and so what we're going to talk about today is is ways that you can you can use uh, different strategies and, and you know this works obviously in sales because that's what i i teach i teach people to be really effective using the telephone as well as other outbound ways to lead generate uh and this also works obviously you know i i spent 12 years going business to business and and you know selling advertising in a magazine so I've got my I've got my time door knocking as well. So you I mean you can use Zoe. Yeah, you just can, if you want to if you want to just make some friends at Starbucks, then you can you can do this as well. So I'm going to share uh, some stuff from chapter two. And the name of the chapter is connect or be disconnected. You know I I love that chapter. Connect or be disconnected. So I want I want you to think about this. You know. You know, we're talking about like first impressions, right? And 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 you know, I, I kind of shared how sometimes you meet somebody and it's just really, really super easy. And and a lot of times we're not really thinking, well, you know, was that intentional? Did did I, you know, did I just? Are we just a really good fit? You know, in someone, you know, someone like me that is, was is fairly introverted. You know, years and years of of sales and years and years of being on the phones and having to talk to people in person, I've kind of honed my skills and, and I've become aware of a lot of things about myself. And I've, I've also become a, a aware of a lot of things that work and, and maybe even more importantly, a lot of things that don't work. So what I, what I want to share, share with you today are, are some of the things that work as well as some of the things uh, that don't work. And, and then I want, I'm going to open it up though because I definitely want to have a, a two-way dialogue. And, and here's the thing, when you meet somebody in person, now remember, I, 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 I train people on, on to, to use the telephone. When you meet somebody, like if, if, you know, if I walked up to you, Adore Maria, and you know, we were talking like at the New York event, and let's just say we're not really connected, but we're still talking, the odds of you just turning around and, and walking away in the middle of conversation are pretty low, right? I mean, maybe, but would you, would you agree with that? You're probably not just going to... Like, what's wrong with this guy? Turn around and walk away, right? Well, it's also rude if you walk away, right? Well, it's rude, right? Yeah, exactly. However, on the phone, no. See, we don't get that. If you call somebody and, and you're not connected, then what are they going to do? They just hang up on you. It's a lot easier for them to hang up on you on the phone than it is to just walk away in person. And here's the other thing I want you to know. You know, when you're in sales and, and if you're if you do what I do, we call a lot of people that aren't expecting our calls, you know, some that we know. And if we know people, that's great. And, and a lot that we don't know. So the one thing you want to know is people are not just sitting around waiting for a salesperson to call, you know, like, oh, I've never had anybody say, oh, David, I am so excited that you just I mean, I'll tell you, some of them are excited after the conversation we have. Because I feel I'm bringing value and I feel like I'm really good at what I do. But on, in the initial answering, most of them are just not excited to hear from me. And, and here's what I'm going to tell you. You have seven seconds, peeps. 
you have seven seconds, maybe 10 if you're lucky, to, to even get their attention and, 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 and make a first impression. And then you've got about 30 seconds to establish your value, and that's it. And if you can't pull that off, then you're going to hear that, that, that disconnect, that, that ringtone sound. So the first thing I want to talk about today is what we call mirror and matching. And, and some, some are just really good at this. I know a lot of people that are, my wife is phenomenal at this. She's like, she's like a chameleon. It just comes supernatural for her. You know, she's, she's in rapport. When I talk about mirror and matching, I'm talking about, you know, being similar to the other person. And, and if, it's, if it's on the phone, what, what can you match? You match their, their tonality. Uh, you match their, their pace, you know, the, the, the pace that they speak. You know, those are some of the things you, you, you know, you match the, the way that they, uh, you know, the words that they use. Obviously, in person, when you're meeting with somebody, you're going to match, you know, you could match the way they're sitting, the way they're leaning, things like that. So these are the similarities that make people and, and, and it happens unconsciously. Like people aren't thinking like, wow, I, I'm not sure why I feel connected to this person. I just do. They just know that, wow, I feel like this, this person is somebody that I, I, I could probably be buds with, right? I, I, I have rapport with this person, right? It, the, I want you to think about like the mode as well, right? So, or mood, not mode, mood. <laughs> so let's just say you give somebody a call and, uh, and they're in a, you know, they answer the phone and you can kind of sense they're not in the greatest mood. So, so how do you handle that? Well, you can acknowledge that. You can say, oh, man, I'm, I, you know, I, I apologize. I'm sorry that I actually, it sounds like I caught you at a really bad time. Bad time is, is uh, you know, is everything okay? I mean, just something that simple may help you connect quick enough so that person will actually listen to you. Or let's just say you call somebody and they're kind of a jokey person. And, they, you know, because some people are, not everybody doesn't want to take your call. Some people are actually happy to take your calls and they're just happy people. And then you get someone like that on the phone, so you match their mode, you know, their mood. It you you can joke, you can laugh, you know, you can joke around a little bit if you if you've got some some tasteful jokes, right, or some some tasteful sarcasm, you know. Have empathy though. You know, we I, we, we I talk about empathy all the time. You know, one of the things that that we do, one of the things that I teach uh, real estate agents to do is is to call for sale my owner as well as expired homeowners. And a lot of times they're frustrated because they're getting a lot of calls. Uh, their houses come off the market. They didn't sell. Think about it. The person's had their home on the market for three months, six months, sometimes longer. People are coming in and out of the house, and yet the house doesn't sell. Now it comes off the market. They're already frustrated because now they, they feel like they gave up on their goals. And now all of a sudden they've got, 30 agents that are calling and saying, hey, when do you plan to hire the right agent? Whatever, whatever we say sometimes, right? And, and they're like, what is going on here? And, and they get frustrated. You know, so, so what we do is we want to we wanna recognize that these people have just gone through a really tough situation and approach the conversation with empathy. Like, hey, I'm really here to see if I can help you. And if I, if I can help you, fantastic. If I can't help you, then... I get it. I get it. Well, maybe possibly we can help you in the future. 
So, so you really want to be able to use empathy on these. And, and here's the thing. We don't have a lot of time. I told you, you only have like seven seconds in, in most cases to make these connections. So you do that first off by, by like I said earlier, by the, by the pace. So if you catch somebody, and, and let's just say they're, they, they talk, they're like super like slow. Like, you know, they talk slow. Like, yeah, yeah, hey, uh, yeah, how's, how are you today? Uh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm pretty good. How, how about yourself? Not bad, right? But let's just say somebody talks slow, and they're like, hey, how's, uh, how, how are you today? And they're like, I'm doing great. How are you? It's an instant disconnect. Instant disconnect. And again, some of us, some of us aren't in, in, again, some of us are really good at it, and we don't even have to think about that. Like, it just happens to us naturally. Others, we have to actually th think through that stuff. Okay, uh, uh, language, similar languages. Here's another one. Using words. I want you to think about that. If, if somebody uses the word um, fantastic, then use the same word. If somebody said, if you, like, let's just say you ask somebody how they're doing. They're, 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 uh, they're, how's their day going? And they say, my day's going great. How's your day going? You're like, my day's going fabulous. It's amazing. There's a, there's a disconnect. But if you simply say, they say, well, how's your day? My day's going great. And all of a sudden, now they're like, wow, this, uh, this person is just kind of just like me. Their day's also going great. It's the little subtle things. So what I want to do now is, and I, I've got a few more of these I, I want to share, but I'd love to just kind of get uh, uh, maybe anybody, anybody want to kind of, from what you've heard so far with what I've shared with mirror and matching, is there anything that you do uh, whether you do it just naturally and you don't really have to think about it or if it's or if it's, it's something that you've a skill you've you know you've mastered or or evolved over the years to connect with people right out of the gate does anybody want to share do you want to give me a couple mic flashes if we see any mic flashes uh, i'll go in i know i saw armando as well and i'll go armando. down the yes yes dora and then armando awesome um i would say like that Lately, I've noticed that I match energy and I didn't, I, I can't say that, that language totally um, on every single time that I connect, but I've noticed that, that I, I've evolved into that way. And if it's in person, I'm also like, if they're sitting a certain way, somehow I end up, mm. and that was just something that I started observing as, as time went on. But yeah, it's a, I've seen myself evolve in that space. I didn't realize the language was also connecting there. I could see the energy for sure, um, but the language part really got me because when you say great and you can say, well, it's pretty good, I, I, I would have thought that that was a match, right? Mm -hmm. So that was an interesting um, clarification. So I'll, I'll pass the matan, uh, mic to Armando. Go ahead. Thanks. Yeah, Doran, I, I just want to say before Armando jumps in, I mean, there's, there's, a, there's an old saying that people like people who are like them. So when you sound like somebody else, they don't, they don't even, like I said, it, it's not like they're consciously saying, oh, that person sounds like me. They're just attracted to you because you sound like them. Your, your pace could be the same, your tonality, the words. They're going to be more attracted, engaged, and talking to you just because of that in itself. So yeah, Armando, what were you going to add to this, sir? Howdy, it's Armando, <clears throat> real estate agent in Houston, Texas. Yeah, so I... I'm working to, to be a super connector um, and 
And I just, I um, really recognize body language. I try to relate to people. And you just said last, how do I relate to people? And any little thing that they say, I try to, you know, uh, relate to them on whatever business, personal or sporty type event. And so, or interest and, you know, connect with them and, and just be in the good graces and, and build that friendship relationship or whatever you know, that, that I like to, um, you know, whatever relationship I like to be in with them. And so, uh, but body language is really key to me. I, I really see um, a 360 view and, and how, you know, I posture myself and how they're postured. And, and I I approach someone, I, I love to approach people I don't know and just get to meet them randomly. And, and if their, their posture is kind of like kind of back off, I back off and I kind of mirror them a little bit, but if they're more engaging and get, get more in the conversation, then I kind of get more engaging as well. So that's what I like to add. Thanks, David. Thanks, Armando. Appreciate that, sir. Yeah, I mean, 100%. You know, you're really, really good at that because I had the opportunity to hang out with you in Dallas and you, you were just like a, a master connector with people, which uh, which honestly, I'm not saying it surprised me, but I was just like, wow, you, you need to do more of that, man. But the cha the challenge now with the phone, though, is you don't have that ability. So everything happens in your voice. It happens in your tonality, in, in the pace and all that. It happened. So it's the same thing on this app, by the way. Like when you're listening to people on this app, it's why it's so powerful. Think, as a matter of fact, I feel like I was thinking about this the other day. It's almost like this app, this, these new voice apps have brought the telephone back. I know a lot of us had been getting away from it, but now with these apps, I'll tell you, there's a lot more people willing to, to, to take your call. So I want to jump into, into the greeting now. So this is something that I got, uh, I, I, I got from Chris Voss, who I've been fortunate to have Chris on my podcast twice. And I'm going back about four years now. Uh, Chris has, has a greeting when, when, you, when you contact somebody uh, that you don't know, you ask them, did I get you the bad time? You see, what most people do is they say, well, did I get you at a good time? That, that's like if, you, if, if 10 people call me, nine of them are going to say, did I get you at a good time? And my answer is like, no, I, you did not get me at a good time. I mean, I don't always say that, but that's what's in my mind. Like I said earlier, I wasn't just sitting around waiting for somebody to call me and try to sell me a, a copier or something, right? That wasn't what I was doing. But when, when you say, when you start with, did I get you at a bad time? Now what you're doing is it's actually it's a it's partially a pattern interrupt and then the other thing it's doing is you're giving control of the conversation to the other person. So when I say did I get like so I call you I interrupt your day you're doing whatever you thing I've got my you know I want to I want to help you with something sell you something so I'm gonna say instead of did I get you a good time because I know it's not a good time you know if it was a good time you probably would have called me did I get you at a bad time. And, and a lot of times they, now they think they pause. And if you don't, if you don't believe me, you, you got to try this. Okay. You, I'm not exaggerating. So, and they pause and they're just like, uh, they're going to say yes or no. And if they say, uh, yes, you did get me at a bad time. Okay. What's, what's a better time to call back? And, and 50% of the time they're going to say, well, what do you need? You're on the phone anyway. I promise you, you got to try it. If you don't believe me. They're going to say, well, you're on the phone anyway. What do you need? Because you just gave them control of the conversation. But most times they're going to say, well, no, what do you need? And now you have their full undivided attention where you can get into a conversation. So that is a huge one 
that I took from, uh, from Chris Voss. So again, here's, here's another interesting one. <laughs> Uh, mispronouncing names. I, I don't know about you guys, but uh, you know I, I've I've done it a few times, and 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 I see it happen all the time on Clubhouse. You know the <laughs> you, you lead off with somebody and, and the name's completely butchered, and and you know, Dale Carnegie, the famous saying, uh, Dale Carnegie says the the sweetest sound to a person is their name. And when you say their name wrong, or you mispronounce their name, it's a huge giveaway that you have no idea about them. And, hit, and that's also a huge red flag for gatekeepers, by the way. If you're calling, I've got a whole chapter on gatekeepers, and I can't wait to get into that as well. But gatekeepers, you know, the same thing. You need to know, you need to know how to pronounce that name. And I, and I'll, I love it. I'll, I will ask them if, if they have an, an interesting name. I'll say, you know what, I, you have a really cool name. How do you pronounce your name? And, and think about how I'm connecting with this person now. How, how, how do I pronounce your name? And, and I'm writing it down. And, and I'm going to ask him to spell it. Could you spell it for me just to make sure I get it right? I'll write it down. I'll spell it. And then if, if I can't make it out <laughs> based on the spelling, which happens sometimes, I will write it the way that I would write it and, and, and pronounce it. Like So it may not be the correct spelling, but it, I'll have the correct spelling. But at least on my end, I can pronounce it. The right way. I, I remember a time, I, I man, I, I called I called some people and they're like, you know what? Nope, nope. Uh, that you got the wrong number, bud. And um, and they knew. I mean, they knew I was just pronouncing the name right, but they're like, oh, I'm not gonna give this guy a second of my time. He can't even pronounce my name. Here's another mistake I've made. Ooh, this was this was an interesting one. I called. I called a person and and I, you know, they answered the phone. And I, and I started off in, in with because I I didn't I didn't wasn't clear on the name, so I started off with sir. So I said, "Oh, hi, sir. This is David Hill over at." And and the person said, "I'm not a sir," and bang, hung up the phone on me. Well, <laughs> it was it was it was a, a woman, and she had a deep voice. Did you think I wasn't able to recover from that one? There was there was no recovery from that one. And, and, and here's the thing. Here, here's the, the lesson in that. If I, I, I question, like, thinking back, I, I, I knew. It's not that I knew it was a male or it was a female, but I, I wasn't 100% sure. Like, thinking, like, you know how something happens and you kind of think back. You're like, yeah, I kind of see that now. Like, I wasn't 100% clear. Like, is it a, a, definitely a, a male? And, but that was just my reaction to say, sir, and I got it wrong. So I, so I learned a lesson. I, 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 I put something in place now when, where, when, whenever somebody answers the phone and I'm not 100% sure, then I'm not going to say either of them. I'm just going to say, hello. Hello, this is David Hill. I'm always learning. That's the key here. And here's another one, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open it up. It's uh, 452 on my clock. Here's, a, here's another one. The, the, the greeting one-up. And this happens a lot with, and, and it happens with our, with our buddies sometimes. It happens, uh, it happens on the phone. It hap you know, on the phone, you know, it sounds like, hey, how, you know, how, how are you? How are things going? Oh, things are going great. How things are, oh, my God, things are going fantastic. Oh, that's awesome. So, uh, <laughs> so, so clearly you're doing uh, a, a, a lot better uh, than I am, right? Again, it's, it's just little subtle things. So do you, do you know I have the buddy where whenever you share something, 
with them or, or maybe somebody, maybe it's not a buddy, maybe it's just someone you know. Like I, I know a few people, like I'll, I'll meet them and I'll say, hey, you know what, we, uh, we actually had a pretty good month this month and you're telling them about what you're up to and you say, oh my gosh, dude, like I did, I did t- twice that much and I did this and this and you're just like, oh, okay, well, cool. And it's like every single time, right? The, the one up. So again, I'm going to bring you back to what I said in the beginning. Be the same. People like people who are like them. I would write that down. Write that down on your pad. People like people who are like them. All right. We talk about the disc in this chapter as well, but I know we talked about the disc last week, so I'm not going to go deep into the disc, but I do encourage you. I'm not sure if anybody went out and, and got the assessment, but man, when you understand the disc, like a high D answers the phone. Like when I answer the phone, I'm like, yeah, hello. Like, okay, get right to it. <laughs> you don't even have to ask me how I'm doing. You can just go right into it, right? So, I mean, pay attention to who's answering the phone. Uh, a couple, a trick phrase, this is, this is fun. Uh, you, know, um, in, you know what's really interesting? You see, that was a trick phrase right there. I bet you every single person listening right now, you, you listening, were like, what? What's interesting? I caught your attention. We call it a trick phrase. You know, so somebody, let's just say somebody answers and they're about to hang up on you. Hey, before you hang up, you know what's really interesting about the neighborhood? And they're like, now you just caught their attention. Or you know what's most surprising? And then I, 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 you know, obviously I have to bring up listening. I mean, listening is, is, is critical. I mean, we, I have a whole chapter on listening, but listening and taking notes. But listening, I mean, gosh, you know, think, think about, you, we talked about active. Somebody was talking about active listening maybe a week or so ago on the app. Active listening, meaning you're, you're actively, you're not listening to say, okay, well, here's what I'm going to say next, but you're, and, and, and trust me, I, I still struggle with this a little bit. And then I've got a lot of practice. Uh, but, you know, you're listening to understand what they're saying, not to find a, a – and, and we do that a lot in Clubhouse, by the way. We listen, and we're just waiting for that person to stop talking so we can jump right in. And, I, and I, I'll be honest, I, sometimes you have to do it. Otherwise, you, you just never get a word in. But we don't want to do that in, in, in sales. You don't want to do that in real life. So the, the, the act of mm-hmm – so I got a compliment years ago from a coach. He's like, man, you do a really, really good job of like active listening. Cause I'm always like, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's act that's all the active listening is. It could be, it could be that simple. Or just repeating back, you know, that somebody says oh, you could repeat back a word they said or a phrase. Or or you could just, you know, it's like, hey, it sounds like what, what I'm hearing is, man, people love that. Love active listening. Stories. People love stories, man. When you start telling stories, wow. Len Lundy's, I'll tell you, master at stories. Master. One of my favorites. One of my favorites on this app at, at, at stories is, is Mr. Lundy. So, uh, All right. Well, listen, we've got four minutes left. I did promise you that I would, I would open it up. Um, here's, here's the three things I want you to take from this. Number one, master the first impression. You have seven seconds. Those first seven seconds are critical. Uh, two, mirror and match prospects. Here's what you mirror. You mirror, you mirror pace. Uh, uh, inflection, language, and, and mood, okay? Pace, inflection, language, mood. Uh, you want to see if you can identify that, that DISC pro, uh, personality, that, that DISC behavioral assessment, that profile. 
And again, you, you want you need to, in order to do that, you're gonna have to master the disc. So you're gonna have to take a disc and you have to practice disc. And then and then relationships. Focus on uh, building relationships and then and then finally ov obviously listening is is the key to, to all of that. So become amazing at, at listening. All right, that said, man, we've got three minutes left. I I, I, I went longer than I actually intended to. So um, I have a I quick question. I think that was okay. Yeah, Dora, what do you well, and I'd love to hear from a couple others. Let's see. Give me a couple of mic flashes. Who wants to add anything to this conversation? I'd love to hear what you what you got from from this. Uh, Dora, yeah, uh, and I saw I think I saw Jeff as well. So we'll go Dora then Jeff. Okay, awesome. What if you messed up those seven seconds and you want to go a second go at it? Like is there a recovery there or no? Yeah, it depends on the on the mess up, Dora. I mean, if you messed it up um, where they hung up on you, uh, you know, then you may want to give it a little bit of time. It, it really depends on each situation. Like sometimes, like so someone may just straight out hang up on me, and I, I know they've just gotten a, a bunch of calls, so they're not even listening to me. They're just like, oh, oh another realtor, hang up. And, and I'll just call right back and say, oh, my gosh, I feel like we got disconnected. I'm sorry. Did, and then I can – and a lot of times they'll answer, and it'll get me into a conversation. Um, but if, you know, if I drop the ball, like with that lady, I – uh, you know, there was there was no recovery for, from her. So I, I think every situation is, is very different. You know, so I think if, you know, if, if, if a follow-up, and, and I have a chapter in here called The Fortune is in the Follow-Up, Dora. And, and I'll tell you, uh, the majority of our business does come from follow-up. So the good news to your question, which is a great question, is you, you get a second chance when, when you follow-up. Because a lot of times uh, they, they may not even remember that you called them before. Cool. Absolutely. All right. Who else? Uh, Jeff, did you flash or am I just imagining things? David, I think you would imagine it, but that's all right. This is a fantastic segment. And I just want to add to it that, you know, that active listening piece that you talk about, that is a skill that we have to learn. And so, you know, automatically uh, become a good active listener. You've got to practice it and learn the art. When I was in school, they said it's an art, active listening. This is Pastor Jeff. And I encourage others to move from the mindset of a victim to the mindset of a victor. Passing it right back to you, David. Great segment. Thank you, sir. Phenomenal share. We've probably got time for one super quick share. If anybody wants to add anything, do we got any any compelled? Yes, I see Patricia. What do you got, hey, Patricia? I haven't heard you um, I, I, unless I over I, I I didn't listen clearly. Did you uh, go over any if and thens, uh, if this and then that, and how do you feel about that? Yeah, I, I love the if and thens. Um, th so what I'm really talking about right now is just that initial connection, not necessarily the closing. So, but there's a lot of those. There's there's the if ends. There's the uh, would you be offended if there's the how open-minded are you to this? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of those. But, yeah, I, you know what? I think that's actually a good follow-up, I think, to this conversation to maybe get into some of those, those uh, you know, those moving the conversation along once you get beyond that first, you know, 10 to, to 20, 30 seconds. You know, thank you so much. You just really uh, put something. I, I have a bad habit of putting the cart before the horse. And um, thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, you know, I think just trying to figure out a way to make a quick connection will go a long way before you actually start trying to close the sale. You know what I mean? Or moving, 
moving to the sale. So I think that that's that's ultimately what I was talking about today. That's why this chapter is called Connect or Be Disconnected. So that said, hey, it's five o'clock on the dot. I appreciate uh, Patricia the the question. Uh, Jeff, thank you. Dora, thank you. Thank everybody. Uh, thank you all for being here. I mean, amazing. It's Friday, five five p.m. Eastern time. I, I gotta acknowledge Mr. Lundy. Uh, the myth for, for just building this community and what he's up to. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.